0: Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30am, 8.45am, 11am, and 5pm with Sunday school for all ages at 10am. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. Admitting that one has a favorite passage of Scripture is precarious. It is like admitting that one has a favorite child. But I must confess on this Pentecost day that our Old Testament reading from the prophet Ezekiel, the Valley of the Dry Bones, is definitely on my top 10 list. And and it is there for several reasons. For one, there is the raw power of the moment itself. Ezekiel Ben Buzi was a priest living in exile in Babylon in the 500s BC. An exile from one's land, sort of like a pandemic, is no fun. The spirit of the people was decimated and they felt apart. From their God. But Ezekiel has a vision. He is brought by the Spirit of the Lord into a valley full of bones. And God says to Ezekiel, Mortal, can these bones live? And the prophet answers, O Lord God, you know. Then the Lord reveals his plan. Prophesy to these bones, God says, and say to them, O dry bones, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. And after the flesh and the breath have been restored, God says, These bones are the house of Israel. They say our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost, and we are cut off completely. But God assures them, "O my people, I will bring you back to the land of Israel. I, the Lord, have spoken and will act. Such a profound, amazing, and powerful moment in the story of God and God's people. They were lost adrift, lifeless, politically, physically, and spiritually. But their God does not abandon them. God is faithful, even when all appears lost, and all will be redeemed and made whole again through that same God. This passage is also a favorite of mine because we hear it every year, during one of my favorite services of the year, the Great Vigil of Easter. Someone more uh, articulate than I once called the Great Vigil of Easter not for the liturgically timid. There is fire and chanting and bell ringing and the first Eucharist of after the long fast of Lent. Ideally, the vigil should begin in darkness, early on Easter morning, with the timing of the s- service synced to sunrise so that when the first Alleluias ring out, the sun is just peaking above the horizon. But often we cheat, and we do it on Saturday night. And part of that glorious vigil is a series of readings describing God's redemptive acts throughout history, from the creation, to the rainbow, to the Red Sea, and finally, to Christ's resurrection. And in the midst of them is the Valley of the Dry Bones. It is such a great series of readings in the midst of a powerful service. And the best Easter vigils are followed by a champagne and chocolate reception, something maybe we can do next year. But this passage is also one of my favorites because of a certain reading of it that I witnessed just a few years ago. When I was serving at Calvary in downtown Memphis before you gave me the honor of being called here, Calvary celebrated a joint vigil with St. Peter's, a Roman, a large Roman parish that was just catty-corner from Calvary across 3rd Street. We built a bonfire in the back parking lot and we lit our respective Paschal candles from the same fire and then members of both parishes read those readings. And since I was the associate rector at Calvary, I did what all good associates do, I scheduled the reader's. And for the Ezekiel reading, I chose Brad. I call Brad Brad because that's his name. Brad is a true Renaissance man. Besides having a very respectable day job at FedEx, he is an accomplished and lauded local amateur actor. He coaches fencing. And he is a section leader in Calvary's Choir, a base of great resonance. And I must admit, I did not think about the consequences of selecting Brad for the Valley of the Dry Bones until he pulled me aside just before the vigil began that year. And he said, "Uh, Ben, I'm going to be bold. Is that okay? Yes. Yes. We Episcopalians are so buttoned up and conservative and proper so often. The vigil is the one time when we can get bold. Brad was a man of great and natural presence and gravitas, and so I knew he would be great. But I did not know how great. Brad that evening was mesmerizing. He read with dignity, but also energy, He prowled around that bonfire like Mufasa before his pride. And then he arrived at God's instructions to prophesy to the bones, to hear the word of the Lord. But he did not say them the way a fraidy cat like me would say them. But he said, Bones! Seriously, he was even louder than that. Oh, dry bones! Hear the words of the Lord. He was spectacular. I will not and cannot adequately describe or reenact that led now legendary recitation. It was truly a moment in time. But I will never read or hear that reading without being moved and without thinking of bread. Now, this is the day of Pentecost. And you might be wondering, while this has been a lovely and insightful exploration of our Old Testament reading, you might be wondering what this has to do with today's celebration of the Holy Spirit, this great celebration of the fact that while Jesus left us physically to be reunited with his Father, that we were not left orphaned, but God sent the Holy Spirit to abide with us. And not only does the Holy Spirit abide with us, but the Spirit inspires us. The Spirit nags us. The Spirit enables us to be bold. The Spirit enables us, when all seems like a valley of dry bones, the Spirit enables us to prophesy To speak to those bones and say, you will be alive again. You will have flesh. You will breathe again. You will be whole. When so much points towards death, the Spirit helps us emerge and live once more. So on this Pentecost, be bold. Speak to your bones. If necessary, say, bones, like bread. Let that which feels cracked and old and exhausted move again. For with the Spirit, we are alive once more. Amen.